welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, this is Parker. MTU Orlando is happening. You can pre-register now on mobiletechexpo.com. Use code PINTS for 15% off. And Sheldon said use hashtag MTE is happening when on social media. Go to mobiletechexpo.com and use code PINTS to save 15%. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another edition of Helping Young Detailers. Nick, we are what week three into post baby. Nick, is that what we're into? We we went. We're at the month mark. We're at the month mark. All right. Yeah. Well, so all good. Uh, that is great. So so you're a month in. So you're a very well seasoned father. Great <laughs> yeah. to know. Uh, we've like got that. another detailer in the community. Going to go have a baby today. So Lori Luis awesome. Hernandez. Uh, uh, much respect, Luis, for having another. Ch- having a baby boy too, right? Good job, oh, Luis. Good uh, he said, here's what's cool, Nick. He said that he was out cleaning a car when he was making an order with me. And then he was going to go pick up his, his wife and take, take her to the, <laughs> uh, take her to the hospital. That's awesome. so he's like, man, I'm making that money all the way to the end. <laughs> hey, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Way to go, Luis, man. Uh, hope Absolutely. it all goes well. And congratulations again. So, uh, any, uh, any uh, fatherly advice for the uh, young detailer hopping in the, hey. uh, the family game? I think he already has some kids, but you know. Yeah, just, just get some sleep, man. That seems <laughs> to be the <laughs> that seems to be the best advice you can give, and you know, happy and healthy. That's all that matters. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, we are October nineteenth, twenty twenty. Anything yep. uh, hit your radar? Anything been popping for uh, Nick over in Vegas, right? Um, we, we are doing pretty well. I mean, we're, we're pretty steady. This is a time of year. We'll see a little bit of an uptick September, October into middle of November before the holiday season. Uh, we're seeing that, uh, seems to be very normal. Uh, we kind of said this weeks ago, it seemed that the world had gotten back from the crazy spending we saw in our industry there through the summer, uh, which was kind of unprecedented for a lot of people. Uh, you know, like I said, we had a record month in June. Uh, so it seems to me that it's normalizing and, you know, that's always a little bit unsettling because you don't know what the future holds. You don't know what the past means. So, you know, it's just one of those things, man. We're just kind of, you know, I, I say this every week, but you're in business long enough. You realize when to just keep your head down, do what you can do and, and keep moving forward. Yeah. Normalizing. Uh, I would say it's interesting when I've, I've talked to more people locally. I, I just, I, I just use the phrase now, like, pre-corona post-corona and and people laugh yeah. and i'm like hey you know i yeah. mean there really is i think gonna be a a, a pre-normal and a post-normal like i don't i don't there's very few things i think will normalize all the way to pre-corona times so um, yeah i can see that yeah I, you know some things do but boy I, there's no way you go watch a movie uh yeah. pre-corona like post-corona i was trying to the other night boxing up stuff i was like you know what i just want to put on some like action stuff like have some like superheroes like yeah together or something you know i don't know, just blow stuff up in the yeah. background right you know yeah you know how hard it was to find one of those movies i guess there's something called disney plus now that you used oh. to go get it here and then you gotta go there now you gotta go to hit like 
they've got everything. It is so difficult to even just find. Hey, here's the crazy thing. I mean, you're Mr. Tech. I, I know, mean, right? all of a sudden now you don't have Disney Plus. You got, you know, yeah. two little girls. It's like, hey, man, you got to get on that. Tells you how much we watch TV, right? <laughs> I hear you. It's true. Yep. Very true. Very true. That actually is a mindset, right? There's Very many much. people that consume large amounts of television, right? I, at one time, used to consume large amounts of movie time, right? Love movies. Struggle with television shows. Never, it was super, always has been, man. I, I could find a show that I like, but trying to remember to watch it on that same night and the same time, three weeks later. Yeah, it's tough. A lot of people that are super easy for, for me, I might get two weeks and good, but you know, that third's probably gone. And maybe I'm at that fourth. If I don't get that fourth, there's no way I'm lost on that fifth week. I'm out, you know, it just, yeah always a struggle for me to do that so i've always loved movies i could sit down for an hour and a half you know but then they became get through it hours, right yeah that <laughs> then you never had anything under two then you had never you know everything was nearing three yeah. yeah so you used to be able to get your whatever you needed your storytelling your your pump up your yeah your, you know fantasy rope whatever you needed to get out of a show you could get in an hour and a half to two hours not that you had to keep yeah. going back and and watching it over and over so sure. uh it, it it's a mindset change for people to stop consuming a lot large amount of entertainment and you know as we move into our next segment there's a lot of young detailers hopping in you know you and i have said this publicly now for months of welcoming and excited oh, yeah. to see all the new people coming in but there's more and more in the industry starting to go, oh, hey, there's new people. So we uh, thought it'd be great to help everybody that is hopping in that are yep. young detailers, whether that's just getting in for the past month or young in age or just young in business, right? Uh, young in business could literally mean years and years and years. So anybody yep. that is young in business, that's the the people we're talking to in this helping young detailer series. And Nick, as we move into the mindset of somebody that wants to be a money detailer, right? Somebody that is going into the industry, very young into it and hoping to make a career, hoping to make a lifestyle out of cleaning cars and running a business that cleans cars. I mean, let me, let me just ask you from a, a, an early phase when you started to, to moving in, the mindset of, of what it was going to take. Oh. Did, you, did you have an idea of like <laughs> literally what it was going to take out of you to, to run nope. your detailing business? No, I, I was completely naive to how hard this was going to be. You know, I mean, I, I think that's one of the things that if we can impart on guys from the get-go is that nine to five stuff is over. It's over. I mean, you're going to be doing stuff from, you know, let's say you have a client. I've told you this, Marty. I mean, we have clients that, you know, I have guys start at 4 a.m. have other clients that want later. I got other, all of a sudden your schedule gets pretty wide <laughs> and that nine to five banker hours, or let's say you were a construction guy, or let's say you were an accountant, or let's say you own some type of uh, other business that was regulated, you know, and you had to do business during certain business hours, you know, for detailers, that's not reality. Now you can make your reality as you start to build your company, 
But from the very get-go, I don't think anybody really tells the truth about how hard this thing is. And that's why if you go watch some of the earlier videos, the guys got upset with what I said. That's why business ownership's not for very many people. 80, 90% of businesses fail. That means 10 to 20% max are successful. So two out of 10 people, best case scenario, are really, 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 really able to be business owners. That's what that means because the marketplace is going to tell you if you're a good business owner or not. If you believe in, if you're starting your business, then you have to believe in the market. And that's a mindset from the very get-go that the marketplace is going to tell me what I need to do to be successful. And so that's what I think a lot of guys miss out on is they're trying to force their ideas down everybody's throat instead of stepping back and saying, okay, I've tried this. It hasn't worked. Now I got to try this. Okay. This is working. I need to double down on it. Uh, so that mindset for me was very difficult at first. And I think it's very difficult for everybody. And it's something you have to catch yourself from time to time, even now in business, you know, stop pushing your agenda and start pushing the agenda that works for the client. Um, so I think mindset is something we see in this industry that's very skewed. And if you walk into the industry now, you be, you're being bombarded by certain types of companies telling you they have the answer. Yeah. And so when you have the mindset that somebody else has the answer for you, uh, you're going to fail. And that's what we see now. And that's kind of what we want to share in this little series is take these little pockets of our industry and show you how to get the most out of them. Right. And so for me, it's, it's mindset. My mindset wasn't right. I I've, I've shared this before. When I started hiring people, my mindset had to change. I had to, you know, I, I'm still changing with what I can ask people to do and how to ask them and all these different things. So mindset from top to bottom of running your business is, is probably the most important thing you can get right. So I, I'm going to say, I think it's interesting as, as I heard uh, the other day from Chase Lucas, who's a, uh, a guy that's in the community. It was on the regular uh, Pints of Polisher podcast the other day. And uh, we were talking about motivation and what it's taken him. Um, he had a very interesting take on the mindset that it's going to take that many people don't realize is how much hard work it's going to take. Mm -hmm. And he made a point, which was very interesting about, he quoted somebody, I guess, pre-corona was telling people to shut their doors. And uh, he was talking about working through all of that and not shutting, but then what it would be like if you shut your doors and having to get back out and rework. And that, I mean, true Chase, I mean, that would have been an extremely difficult situation to be able to do. Um, I, I think mindset for me, when I look at it and I go back and, and think when I'm hopping in the game, right? Like I'm, I'm getting in as a mobile detailer. My mindset was positive. Like, yeah. Right. Excited. Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go take on the world. Right. <laughs> yeah. Excited. Everyone was. Yeah, for sure. And a little bit of scared. Oh, hell Yeah. Didn't know, didn't know if you were going to be able to feed yourself. You didn't know anything. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I want to go back to what you said, though, about Chase. And this is what I think is important about mindset. Chase said motivation and hard work. And we always hear the words hard work. The shitty part about businesses, that's not nearly enough. Hard work doesn't really mean a bunch. That's just like the bare minimum to get in the door. Then you got to be smart. Then you got to learn. 
then you got to know where to point your business. Then you got to know how to adjust that. That's the mindset. So Chase said something that we all know, the hard work part, right? Like that's, that's advice you can always share for and sharing his motivation is awesome. Right. And that's what we're encouraging people to do. Share us, share with us your, your ideas and your, what gets you through and all this other thing. But let me explain what I think is a real mindset change. And it helped me. Hard work doesn't mean dick. It means something, but if the guy down the street is smarter and he works hard, you lose. Okay. Because if you, all you have is hard work and then three or four people in your state work or in your city work really hard, they're going to take your business if they work smarter. So this is the crazy thing about mindset is that business is not this linear thing of this is what's going to make it work. Right. If I just go out there and try my hardest, I hear that all the time. Well, if I try things will work out, that's absolutely wrong. Okay. Here's why. And let's have a funny conversation. I know a lot of people that tried really hard at sports. You're not LeBron James, but you tried really hard. All of us, right? We all, we're here talking about detailing. If we tried really hard and that's all that mattered, we, we wouldn't be talking about detailing. Hey, you, you know, 5'11 and I was 175 my whole life, man. I, <laughs> man, I tried really hard, but it sure didn't work out. Yeah, but that's what I mean about mindset. You got to wrap your head around that all of this matters, right? All of this stuff matters. Working your butt off. Trying hard matters. Listening matters. Knowing how to gather information matters. Knowing, you know, and so on and so forth. And that's what we want to try to get across to guys is how do we have a, the right mindset that allows us or gives us the best percentage to succeed, the best chance to succeed, I, I think is really where we're coming from here. Yeah, I like it. All right, we want to dive into a moment of uh, old motherfuckers. Uh, you know, if, if you're young in the detailing, um, many times you, you want to learn and sometimes it learned, you learn a different way, right? Uh, sure. Nick, when you were young, when you were hopping in, did you have a moment, anybody sit down and talk to you? Did you read something? Did you pay attention to something? You know, was there, was there a way that you changed your mindset or begin to think about your mindset or, yep. you know, because let's, let's be real clear. Like, this probably isn't something they're going to hear from anywhere else. Right. No, no. So, so no, that's why we want to have the conversation. Exactly. And it's a little bit out of left field. So let's give them like a, like a little bit of more personal story so that they can get yeah. an understanding. Okay. So when I started out on my own, I knew a really big defense contractor and he, you know, grew up with nothing, you know, and just kind of made it in the world and made a lot of money was so successful that he actually ended up living in one of the, you know, craziest neighborhoods on the West coast. Okay. in Newport beach. And we went to dinner one night cause I had taken care of some of his cars and this and that. And, and so he says to me, one of the greatest piece of advice I ever got, because at the time I really didn't understand what he was saying, but since then it's meant like 50 other things to me. And so it's always been something I think, people can benefit from. So he was talking about how, you know, he's rich now and this and that, and he's not talking about it like bragging. He's just kind of explaining like his journey, basically. He's like, man, there were some lean years, this and that. And he goes, you know what changed my life? He goes, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice. And it's a sentence. And he goes, this is going to mean a lot of stuff to you, but whatever it means to you, it means to you, but it helped me out. He goes, 
You can be right or you can be rich, but you can't be both. He's like, you can't be both. He goes, people that are hell-bent on being right never become rich. He's like, because it just doesn't mean much. He goes, if you, and then he explained his story. He's like, I thought I knew all these things and I was hell bent on arguing with people that I was right. And he goes, it never made me money. He's like, then when I started to look out and I started to say, okay, what do I need to do to be successful? What's going on? What do I see in the marketplace? And I didn't care about being right. I didn't, you know, I just wanted to do things that made my business successful. He goes, I, it took off. And so from time to time, I think about this because let me give you a perfect example of right or rich. We talk about things like forums and Facebook groups and this and that. They have a place. There's certainly places where I'm sure there are some successful people in there, but the vast majority of people are probably searching on how to be successful, right? How many people in that group are trying to be right more than they're trying to be rich? Hmm. And that is a dead end. If you're going in there to learn something, that's a way to be rich. If you're going in there to tell everybody how right you are about coatings or soap or this or that or whatever, what's the value? As a business owner, there's zero value in trying to be right. Because if I sit here and argue with my customer that I'm right, you got to do this, you got to do that, and they walk away, what did that, what did that get me? We had this conversation about protection, right? You said you were yeah. sharing all this stuff, all these really, really great questions with people. So let's put my, uh, my comment that this guy told me that changed a lot of the way I looked at things. Let's put it to the test. You have a customer that comes to you and they just want their car washed, deconned, and coated. Okay? Your belief system says, I won't do that. You need to have a polish before you do it. You need to do a two-step polish. This is what you have to do. And you walk away because that person isn't going to do what you want. They don't have the money. They don't want to spend the money, whatever the reason may be. Mm -hmm. So you chase somebody off trying to be right instead of trying to make your business rich. That person told you what they wanted. You refused to listen. And then you're going to go on a website and talk about how dumb customers are, how this person is this, how people don't listen to you. Well, it's not actually their job to listen to you. It's the other way around. So that was the, the, a, a big turning point in my, my business life as a whole. Forget just owning a business or anything like that. Is that I don't really have discussions with people about being right. I have discussions about how do we all get rich off of this? And it can mean, that comment can mean a lot of things in life, right? It can mean a lot of things to your family. It can mean a lot of things to your business. And so that's something that stuck with me. Coming from a person that was ultra successful, you know, and he said, he goes, this will have about a thousand different meanings to you in different parts of your life. And I think our industry can learn from that because there's a lot of time spent online trying to be right. And, and instead of trying to ask, how can we all get rich? How can we all bring more money in? How can we, we're just concerned about somebody believing that we got the best, uh, you know, polishing solution or whatever. So I, I think that was a big mindset change for me. Man, I like it. That's, <laughs> You mind if I borrow that and use it every once in a while? It's a, it's a great, I mean, that's like an all time line. Now, again, yeah, I don't, he never said that it was his or whatever. He basically said, you know, this is kind of what changed for him. But I, 
to me, that's what we have to start asking ourselves uh, is those are the, the, the moments that if you can take something that somebody said to you and it can change your mindset, it's pretty powerful. And that's what we're hoping to get with some of these videos is this is, again, not right and wrong. This is how do you change and how do you get the most out of things by having a different mindset of where you're at as a business owner? Yeah, I, man, I, I really, I mean, I, I really like that. I'm, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to steal it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard, uh, it might've been Jason Rose say this, that I'll give you credit twice. The third time it's mine or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great line. And by the way, I'm, I'm really, and maybe you can share this instead of like going back in time, let's do something that you're sharing with people now. How did the Jason Rose interview as a mindset thing of some of the subjects you talked about with him, like what just, you know, Hey, Marty's going along this way in one aspect, Jason says something, you go, you know what, man, that's a nice little quick mindset change of where they're maybe at. And you know what, he really shared something cool. So instead of going back way in the way back machine, like I just did, you know, let's maybe do it relevant to some of your content, you know, now that gives you the way you back know, machine, but I had a good way back machine story, man. Oh, I was go ahead. excited go ahead, about then. my way back machine. Go yeah, no, go ahead. Do your I, way back. I, I, I won't jump your question. I, I, I'll do the way back machine another time. Uh, let's do it both. Let's just I, do both. Okay. Here. I will do both. We'll do, we'll do it quickly. I, I, the Jason Rose podcast, like I said in another one of the, the discussions, I think it was one of the best ones from a podcast standpoint that cool. that we've put out over the years because we we were able to dive into all right well you, so you came out with a product i mean why it's so seems so random from what you guys have been doing and so we went through the history of what a, an aio is i i didn't know that that was what we used to call cleaner waxes yeah i mean i think there's a little difference but yeah Sure. But I mean, I think the, he just means that the theory, right? The, the sure, idea, yeah. like it, it's basically AIOs are the progression. Yeah. Of, that's of a hundred percent. I see what you're yeah. saying. So, you know, it, it really kind of opened my, and I, you know, in the middle of all that, I would, I would look at DJ and be like, well, yeah, we used to use, yeah. I mean, we've used like that's, yep. it has been a regular staple of detailing for so many years but still, you know, still like, cool, cool. You guys have been one way. Why, why now? Like, was it something in the marketplace, you know, and that he could, he had said, you know, well, there's a lot of new detailers that are coming into the business. So there's a mindset change that we can see now, whether they, you know, they developed it for many years. They said it's for their, you know, either way, a massive company has had a mindset change to have a product that fits a certain demographic of where the industry generally has done very well. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I think it is a, a shift. Um, and, and for, for Jason to, to basically just push back towards the, the podcast and what the community as a whole that, Hey, you know, that's what you guys have been doing for so many years. So as a community who we are, We've already been a mind shift change, you know, from from what the rest of the industry had been trying to push over the past four to five years. So 
that was a very good defining moment for you know the the podcast and the brand as a whole is to have then a global rep a, a representative from a global brand basically define for us that we've been out helping detailers think how to be more productive in their business where they've cool, called man. it production detailing over the years but as you and i really like the term which would love to push out and further advance it uh, a money detailer you know somebody that somebody that doesn't get into the business just to do great work right just to just perform incredible detailing while that is important it is one skill set there's a whole nother skill set of producing volume so that your business <laughs> so that your business can make money and yeah. and that's what's called a money detailer you know those that are yeah. concerned about money that's what they do. So, you know, I, I look forward to to doing this with you, Nick, and, and continuing the journey of discussing. Money so, so what's the old, what's the old story then? All right. So the 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 old story, uh, it stems from you know I'll get I'll sit down right. I sat down with a, a young lady that's a detailer here locally, um, sort of in the middle of April May. You know, a lot of that questioning. Don't know oh, yeah. right. There's, there's been people that'll chime in and send in, you know, Hey, I'm thinking, you know, there's a lot of detailers that can get in six months that steam starts running out. They can get in a year, year and a half. And that, that steam starts really slowing down. Can even get into a three year, right? Uh, we've had you know, different people that have been on the podcast, regular guest that'll reach out, man, I just hit this wall, right? There's a lot of walls. There's a lot of, Oh yeah. There's a lot of tough spots to go, you know, where it's not necessarily the skills that you had to develop a paint correction, right? To oh yeah, to sell this, to to build that, right? Mm. There's a lot of the mindset for me that I go to. What's your your inner voice? Who are you on the inside that can help you push through? Because I, I get it, man. I mean. There is this ability for many of us that if you can just be smarter, right? There's, if, if you're just better at, at, at organizing and better at business, better at different sure. things in theory, right? That you progress in a certain way. There's many detailers that they need, just need a little bit more of a stronger inner voice, a little less concern for negativity and what you can't do. And what people say you can't do, or what your parents, what your wife, what you know, whoever talks whoever. negative down towards you, um, there needs to be something on your inner voice that you're feeding, and that mindset of positivity uh, stems in this in this uh, in this old story, right? Um, I've said before that I grew up extremely conservative, extremely. I'm talking Southern Baptist. Uh, dad was a deacon, Sunday school teacher. Mom taught this, taught that. I mean, if we weren't in church three times a week, that was that was a, a low turnout for us. Many times they were hosting this, we were there. I mean, it was it was inbred into us as a family, right? That's yeah. that's who we were. Now, in order to help prep young kids for the uh, the things that teenagers get lured away and leave the faith because there's all these horrific things as teenagers you might do <laughs> and to save teenagers from uh going down such paths and that lead to the dark side right 
Yeah. Uh, he he would prep us with this idea that when you're you you're gonna go and you're going to have moments of uh, well, just as Christ went out to, yeah, well, <laughs> just as Christ went out to the desert and was tempted, right? Yeah. Well, you yourself will be tempted, and so when you meet those times of temptation, you have to have already prepped your mind to say no before your body and before what you really want to do, right? Because in that makes in sense, that, right? In that Christianity, <laughs> there's your body and your mind, yeah, yeah, your, your yeah. mind and your flesh, right? They're 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 fighting against each other, right? And so, well, and your soul and blah blah blah. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he would teach us to, hey, if, if you're going to be at a party, right? It wasn't that we couldn't go be with our friends, but if you're going to go be at a party and they're doing something that you know that you shouldn't do by the good book, then, well, you need to prep yourself to already predetermine your steps. So that at that point, there's no question of whether you're going to do something or not. So in that theory, right? When I'm thinking mindset and young detailers and that six month trying to about to run out of steam, that year and a half running out of steam, uh, I'm trying to bring people in, but it's not, you know, all this different stuff that people can give, they've given us excuses, right? Oh yeah. There, there needs to be a predetermined mindset that you won't give up, exactly. that you will continue to push through right now, right? You and I could go back and forth. We could talk about, you know, there, there's some things that you just shouldn't push through on, right? You know, if the yeah. market's telling you you suck, you know, eventually yeah. you should, right? But if if you're having some micro success, the market's not telling you, like, it's just you wearing yourself down because you have maybe haven't done it the right way. You're doing yep. too much on your own. You're doing this on your, like, the mindset of saying, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to press on. I'm going to push through. I think your second statement was the most important. So you say no, never give up. And this is the, the great thing about this. You know, this is a gray area topic, right? We kind of preface this. You share this story and you talk about mindset and then you say, you're going to push through, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. But the reality is it goes back to that. You're going to learn. Okay. And you're going to figure it out for you. That's the thing about mindset that we see as a struggling thing in the culture of detailing. Now that somebody thinks that somebody else has it figured out and they don't, Hey man, we're all figuring it out. Uh -huh. You got to figure out what works for your business. You know, that's what I think is important about that end of your story there. Never giving up and all that other stuff. But we seem to have an epidemic of people that want to pick up the phone and call somebody for an answer. And they want the answer right now. That's not how it works. So part of the perseverance is what? Figuring it out. That's the part I, I see a lot of young guys get hung up on is the figuring it out part. Like they'll work on a car and polish for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. But if their sales isn't working, they'll pick up the phone and call you and say, uh, how do I do this? Well, or they'll go into the, the groups. Yeah, exactly. They'll go into say, a Facebook group and look for an exact answer. Yeah. How do I get more? Literally, how do I get customers? I mean, that's, that's not even a good question. That's it. That, but here's the deal. That's a mindset problem. You see what I'm saying? 
that that that's where your second part of that of figuring it out is the most important thing trying hard and working hard and all that stuff is irrelevant it's a part of it but if you're not willing to figure it out that's where the quitting comes in it isn't i know a bunch of hard workers i mean you and i both know a lot of detailers that have busted their ass they want they don't have the figuring the business part out so they don't actually find any success. We see it now. We see people downsizing shops. We see people having all kinds of problems in their shops and mobile businesses. And it's because they tried and worked really hard on paint correction or on interior cleaning or any basic, you know, putting a coating on, but they didn't have the figure it out gene in business. Because once you start a business, and I'm going to leave you with this thought because I think we can push this to next week. I think a lot of people don't understand something. When you start a business, you are no longer, no longer a detailer. You're a business owner. And so figuring it out in business is more important than labeling yourself as a detailer. And the people that struggle never get over to business owner from detailer. That's the mindset. Yeah, it it is a big switch over. Um, I think it's going to be a very, very good discussion. I think there'll be a lot of uh, maybe different ways that maybe some people will think about uh, what we're going to talk about. Sure. The interesting, the interesting dynamic will be what is the association of money and mindset? You know, is there a correlation between the two? Um, you're right. It, you know, it's not just works, not just hard work. It's also how you strategize and plan and figure things out. It's yep. th the idea that I was talking about was for my dad and what he was saying is, so if for me, the mindset theory of what I was saying is when detailers get to that point of going, okay, am I like, you just already have to have a predetermined in your it. mind that you're not going to quit. And then take what you were saying that you might have to figure out some different way, or you're not going to quit figuring out, or you're not going to figure you, you know, right? So, and in order to do that, it is going to take hard work, but there is somewhere a mindset correlation in business between money and how you think. 100%. So, the mindset of a money detailer will be a very, very cool uh, new series yeah. we're starting. So, Nick, as we go into that series, uh, I want to already pre-thank you for your time. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, but uh, thank you for the time that you spent today. Um, for uh, I know. Uh, You've got tons going on with not only your business, mm -hmm. but also with family life. So yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, where do people find you on social if they want to reach out? Vegas.rides. It's been really awesome. I can't thank everybody enough. You know, we got a lot of guys, young and old, reaching out. Uh, you know, at the end of the series, we'd like to reach out to some of these guys and maybe have them come on, talk a little bit, understand their problems and where they're at, how we can maybe help, how we can change mindset. So Vegas.rides, Nick at VegasRides.com. If uh, you need to send something a little longer in an email form, and uh, I look forward to talking to you next week, Marty. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, you can find us at Total Auto Solutions, or the best way to get in touch with me is shoot me a text, 918 800 1188. Or hey, 
you know, Nick likes to grab a beer every once in a while. Yeah. And uh, here and there, you can find him on the community pub. You can find me there every Wednesday night at 730 Central at Zoom ID 918-800-1188. Nick, go take care of uh, your little one, man. Thanks for your time, bro. Have a great day. Appreciate it, brother. Talk to you soon. See ya. Hey, community. Hope you enjoyed the episode. What are you doing Wednesday night at 730 Central? Let's have a beer. The Zoom ID is 918-800-1188, and the Community Pup opens at 730 Central. Zoom ID is 918-800-1188. We look forward to seeing you there. Ooh. Ah!